Nah. That's what I was going to say. Say it. Say it. Um, say it. You know where that's from? That's Two-Face on the bed while he Not was talking I. to Jim Gordon before you see the reveal. He knows. Of his face. <laughs> Don't talk to me about Dark Knight. I know that movie inside and out. I know. You do, so you can't but test I know me. it even deeper inside. Yeah? I know. Okay. We'll, see. It's everything. we'll do a little content. gentlemen to episode number 12 of the battle of ontario podcast i am your host david chalebri as always alongside my co-host alicia scotelaire we thank you very much for joining us uh busy week in the nhl as per usual uh the beloved toronto my beloved toronto maple leafs have had <laughs> a bit of a, a, rough, bit? a bit of a rough go uh and your ottawa senators uh, i would say the same uh, same old same old sense. Uh, <laughs> they did have their sixth installment of the Battle of Ontario this past weekend on Sunday night with Ottawa prevailing 4-3 to three in what seemed like a game that got away quickly from the Leafs only to cut it a little bit short. Were you sweating a bit? Sweating. I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> that was close. It was close. It was close. Uh, we'll we, get more into it, though. Yeah, we'll definitely get more into it. We were live tweeting that game, Alicia and I, on our uh, on our Twitter, at Battle of On Pod, and um, got some pretty interesting reactions, so we'll get into that and what happened there. Uh, before we get into the Battle of Ontario, we want to talk about what has been happening in the NHL in the past week. The big news coming out in terms of their TV deal. The NHL and ESPN have signed a lucrative TV deal for the next seven years to have NHL games in the United States exclusively broadcast on ESPN. The big thing that it does, and it is a big deal, hockey in the United States is probably the least of the four major professional sports followed. With the NHL being on ESPN, it just means it's good news for the NHL as a whole because, again, more exposure in the United States, which is what they've been craving for for so many years. So now that ESPN has that deal, hopefully that can generate more revenue for the NHL. Big time. More revenue for the teams involved. It's good news for the NHL in terms of making money because NBC, yeah, NBC is NBC, but they're not a sports station. So it wasn't really working out. It's going to be interesting to see how ESPN broadcasts NHL games starting next year. So with that news, we'll dive right into the Battle of Ontario and what has happened with both the Toronto Maple Leafs and Ottawa Senators this past week. Last time we left off with the Leafs, they were they started a bit of a slide after losing those two games to Vancouver. And all of a sudden... The Toronto Maple Leafs are in a position where they have only one win in their last six games. Their lead in the North Division has dwindled to only four points with Winnipeg and Edmonton both hot on their tails. Winnipeg having three games in hand on the Leafs right now. So it's it's needless to say Leaf Nation is in a bit of a panic frenzy, albeit not by my choice, but by a lot of other 
Maple Leaf fans. Phony fans. Listen, you don't need to panic <laughs> about what's happening in Toronto. Every team goes through their rough stretch of games. This so happens to be Toronto's. I know they have a bit of a break. Yeah, they're going to need that break. Oh, yeah. They're going to need that break. Just settle down. No, nope. relax. Relax. Stick to your game plan and... And, it'll and, be fine. And their game Toronto plan, will be fine. Yeah, and that's coming from a sense fan yeah. who absolutely hates the Leafs. So can't stand them. You can you can understand how a you can understand how teams how people can get upset. Yeah, like they haven't been at their best. They've been so good this whole time, and this is their first real taste of failure. Their first real taste of not playing so good, and it's really showing a bit of a true colors aspect in terms of. What can happen if the team doesn't perform to the best of their ability? But like you said, every team goes through it. Ottawa went through it. Name, still going through it a little bit. It <laughs> name, name me a team in the league's history that went 82-0 and 0 or had like four losses or five losses. You're just not going to see it. You're not going to see it in this modern-day NHL. So teams are going to go on losing streaks. Tampa went on losing streaks. Chicago went on losing streaks during their cup runs. Pittsburgh did too. So you can't expect this team to be going down that road to the point where they're going to miss the playoffs because they're losing all these games in a row right now having said that i want to talk about how this team has been playing because it hasn't been good no bad habits just horrible habits habits. that they get into with this and this is what i've been saying about this team for the past couple years now the problem with what's going on with the leafs is that I feel like they're beating themselves a lot of the times. They're not getting into these games where they're being absolutely manhandled. They're not. They do a lot of costly things to themselves that cost them games. Rather than not being present at all and teams just walking all over them. They're too good of a team for that. Yeah. Let's bring up the game against Ottawa. First you what? bring up the game? First what? Well, five, six minutes into the game, they Toronto came out and in typical Toronto, Ottawa game fashion this year has been back and forth. They both kind of been have their ups and downs during the game. Those these games have all been close outside of the seven, three game. One goal games, I think they're mostly are one goal games. And you can't argue Ottawa not being in it. They come to play when they play Toronto. There's, There's that aura. That's why we think the Battle of Ontario. Uh, is is still alive and well. There's still a fuse there. This these teams play each other hard, mm-hmm. and they know what what's at stake when they play each other, despite their positions in the standings. So the game was back and forth for a little bit. Then you get into some some trouble with the Leafs and the way they handle the puck in their own zone, the way they set up their defensive assignments in their own zone, and it leads to a goal here and there. Now take Travis Boyd for example on the first goal. He had a Great opportunity to get the puck out. Just up the board. And That's all he had to do. All you had to do, and he was all—he was—he was a quarter of the way there, if not three quarters of the way there, almost out of the line. Yeah. And coughed it up. Puck comes in front of the net. Brady, Brady Kachuk capitalizes one nothing. Then off the draw, Tavares gets kicked out of the draw for that's another issue. The way they kick center. They do that to the Ottawa all the time. They, they do that to every team. Yeah. So that's neither here nor there. Uh, Nylander takes the draw and loses it to the side. I think it was Shabbat dumps it in and it gets dumped in and the Leafs are just caught falling asleep. 
flat-footed. Yeah, and like, flat-footed. just not ready for it. And Dezingle comes about in. The other goal, and Dezingle comes in yep. and slides a five hole on Hutchison. Might I mention that the first goal by Kachuk was not a good goal at all for Hutchison <laughs> to give up. It was a greasy goal. Very greasy goal. And then, <laughs> and then the five hole goal that he scores. I mean, do I blame him? No. Hutch. I don't fully blame him. It's, no, you don't fully blame him. The first goal. What you defense do, support did he have? He had none on that second. The goal. The second goal, he had none. The first goal, maybe he should have had. Yeah, he definitely okay? should have had. But that was the catalyst for Keith pulling. Pulling. I think that was the smartest move you guys did. And it was a very smart move. DJ, I take notes. You, and it's not. And and I think what's important to see there that it's not about Hutch, even though he did let in a crappy goal. That was a sending message to the team saying, Wake up. You've let your goalie down. Yeah. Okay? He's hung out to dry. He's not in the right mindset now because of the second goal. Yeah, the first goal, he already was in the right mindset. But that second goal, he probably should have, even though Dezingle made a nice little move sliding at five hole. But you got to change the momentum somehow. Yeah. And the game, again, Toronto, you know, answered back a little bit. Zach Hyman scored, make it 2 1. You go to intermission, everything's all fine and dandy. Leafs are starting to press a little bit. And then the penalty troubles start. Yeah. And then that's when they get into those situations where they cannot afford to let hungry teams take advantage of what they're doing, which is Ottawa was. They they have this thing where they're so good and talented that they think they can get out of any jam they're in. When in reality, they're still playing NHL caliber teams. Right. So no matter how good or bad they're doing, those NHL caliber teams, in this case Ottawa, are going to be ready to take advantage of you. Listen, and our power play against the Leafs was not the greatest, as you could see on no. the record. It was terrible, but, but my that's... God, what a pass by Jimmy. Yeah. Now, that was beautiful. Right yeah. to Batherson, open net. It wasn't Stutz... Anderson's fault. No, and and it was funny when you saw that because... Stutz... I, I watched it, I think, like 20 times. Puck, and you saw the Leafs uh, in their power play, in their penalty kill positioning... Not really knowing what, is, what he's going to do. Stutzla, in the limited time that he's been in this league, is known to be a scorer, is known to be a shooter. And Play the last area. thing they expected was a pass like that because it was a fabulous <sighs> Backhand pass. Backhand saucer? Fabulous Come pass. On. And again, you guys know I'm a Stutzla guy, even though he's on Ottawa, but I, I really enjoy his play. And it was nice seeing that, even though it was against the Leafs. And at the same time, the Leafs dug themselves that hole. Yeah. Batherson scores immediately after. Morgan Riley, uh, who's been just a rock for the Leafs, has all the time in the world to get it out. And for some reason, he puts it off the glass and it goes nowhere. Leading to another Batherson Turnover goal. again. Yeah, like, and... and Batherson gets a goal, another goal, 4-1. And this, and that's the game is out of reach for mm-hmm. the Leafs. I mean, yeah, they scored those two, uh, those two goals late and then they almost, you know, they almost tied it and everything, but... That's the Leafs of old. That's what the Leafs used to do. They used to put dig themselves in holes and then know that they have the offense to get them back into games. But you can't keep doing that. You can't do that. And you can't do that in the playoffs. No, or you will be done. screwed. And you're, you, yeah. you, you're priding yourself this year on being a defensive team. And I think that's where a lot of people are starting to freak out is that they're, they're letting up on their defensive play. During these six games, okay, the Leafs have 24 goals against and only 15 for. That's something that you don't want to see out of your top team in the North Division. The Leafs need to really clean themselves up a bit. They need to clean up these mistakes. Uh, in terms of their lineup, their lineup was changed a bit. I don't think that the bet can be nullified 
or uh, actually honored because Thornton was injured. I know uh, how was, many times. Well, he was taken Twice. off, but this is the first this first week when he was taken off the first line, and Hyman was taking his place on the first line, which Thornton, I think Hyman should be there, and I think he should be there too. And I don't mind Thornton, Tavares, and Nylander at all. I really don't. Um, got speed, skill, and body. And That's you all gotta, you need. And yeah, and I think I think uh, honestly, Nylander has been playing better. He has been playing better. He has been playing more complete. Um, he was on a bit of a scoring streak, which was nice. Tavares looks like he's a little more comfortable, but still, I still think something's off there with him. Who knows? He still plays a complete game. You have to give it to him. The, the one thing about Tavares that I hate is that he makes these little passes right in front of his own net because he's so comfortable doing it. And sometimes you're like, whoa, what are you doing? Yeah. And sometimes he turns it over. So, sometimes just shoot the puck. That's all you got to do. Just get it out. Just get it out. Shoot it out. So you got Thornton there. Um, that third line up until the last couple of games has been great. Yeah. With uh, Kerfoot, uh, Engvall, and uh, Mikheyev. Mikheyev's yeah. finally starting to come into his own. It's good to see, though. Good to see. But he's like, but I don't. We never mentioned that that foot race he had with McDavid two weeks ago for the puck, and sure. a lot of people didn't talk about that. He like, reminds me of a Formington that uh, well, Ottawa, well, Ottawa has. But that's what I mean. Yeah. A young, fast, big guy who can skate like that. Who that's doesn't the want future that on of the team. NHL. Yep. That's what the NHL is. Big guys who can skate. McDavid's a big guy who can skate. Mikheyev was on that foot race with McDavid and was able to basically outwork, outskate him on that play. That was a couple weeks ago, but I thought I'd throw that in there. Okay. Because he is playing really good. <laughs> so, I mean, the pieces are there. The Toronto pieces just got to wake the up. Team. They're just on a bit of a, 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 a downturn right now. A bit of a, down, uh, a, bit of a rough stretch. Uh, they're going to wake up. And here's the one more thing before we move on to Ottawa. I know Ottawa fans, you're waiting because I have a few questions about some some things that's going on in, in with the Sens Army as a leaf. The Sens sickos? Se- oh, that's... <laughs> Come on. I got. I have... I don't know. I, I, we'll get into that. Yeah. We'll get into that because I don't know. I, I'm confused. But one thing I'll say, again, being in this position on this podcast, we're so active on Twitter. We're so active on our IG um, I do follow uh, a bunch of Facebook groups of, as well, trying to get our, our podcast out there and promoting it. I know some of you are like Facebook. Who still has Facebook? I know I still have Facebook. Uh, but it, it's it's a good way to get our, our uh, podcast out. There's a lot of Leaf fan pages there. And what I notice is that the internet, it's so easy to speak your mind even when you shouldn't be. There was so many fans pressing the panic button trade this guy trade that guy bench this guy settle down guys oh my god just settle down settle down when they lose 10 in a row freak out it's the middle of the season they're still in first place in their division yeah they might lose uh first place and become second because but who Winnipeg, cares but who cares who cares they have much needed rest right now yeah austin matthew's not 100 percent which is why he has been playing his usual um, the usual spot on the side on the power play to shoot. He's been playing in front of him. Yeah. He's letting his wrist heal. He's not using it as much. He's still scoring. To me, more. that's a little also a bit dangerous. How about if a puck gets tipped and hits him on the hand? Well, that's the risk. You're willing to take it. Would you rather you? be on the outside of the circle? or? But, uh, but on the outside of the circle, what is he expected to do? I don't know. Pass. To, no, but he's expected to shoot too. Yeah. And what if he feels compelled to shoot so much that he hyperextends something? True. Okay. It, and I think that's where the I idea think both is scenarios from. will. It's tight. It's tough. It's very tough, but like, come on, you know. Don't I, panic, I, Lee just fans. Just relax. I saw one 
one uh, message or one post. <laughs> this guy said, um, uh, "We need uh, um, we need Anderson to play more like Hellebuck has been playing all year." Excuse me. Hellebuck hasn't been playing like Hellebuck all year. Excuse so what are you talking about? Hellebuck, <laughs> Hellebuck stood on his head. I mean, Hellebuck's a great goalie. And he was he was hot when he played the Leafs. That doesn't mean that he's been hot all year. So it's those stupid things that I keep hearing that make me nervous as a Leaf fan. Because then other people think that all Leaf fans are like that. And that the Leafs are, are in shambles. Look at their fan. They don't even know what hockey. Some of them don't. Some of you guys don't. I'm going to say most of them don't. Most I of only don't. say that because they press the panic button every time the Leafs lose or or is in a drought. But they're you know losing why? Bad. You know why they press the panic button? How many finals has the Sens been in the past twenty years? One. Okay. How many finals has the Leafs been in, in the past fifty? Big fat zero. So you you get it. I mean, yeah. Sens are a young team, and they had that stretch of the finals. They've had some conference finals appearances where they should have gone to the finals. The Leafs had maybe. Two seasons, maybe three, where they were in the conference finals and should have went to the finals. But the bottom line is they haven't been to the finals since they won. So I can understand the frustration. I can understand the panic. But realistically, there's no reason. You're halfway through the season. Okay? 90% chance you're going to make the playoffs. Or it's like 99 or something. Or it's like 98 or something like that. High percentage chance to make the playoffs. So let this team make the mistakes now. Clean it up. Clean your clean your act up in the next two weeks of play from this day. So from the 15th of March, when we are recording, up until the 31st of March, they only play six games. They only play six. That's a lot of rest <laughs> yeah. for the Leafs. They have two stretches of four days off where they can use for guys to heal. Guys like Simmons, guys like Matthews, guys like Anderson, guys like Riley that might be hurt because it's happened before. Where he's been playing through injuries. I'm not saying he is. But guys need a rest. So give it a rest. Let the team be. They'll be fine. Don't worry. They have too much talent on this team. To head for a downhill spiral. So don't worry about this team. Alright. Do you feel better now that you let it all out? Not really. Because I know people <laughs> are still going to be like. Oh, well this is. And they'll keep going on. And, yeah. You know. I just We ignore go. those people. Dave. Remember. It. So. We'll get to Ottawa. Uh, I don't know what where you want to go with this because I have my questions. Yeah, for about sure. Your team. Um, I'm going to address a few things. Address. The series against Edmonton was brutal. It was just tough to watch as a Sens fan, and it it was garbage. But it started out promising. A three-two loss. I mean, they were. It was a decent game. They were in that game. Yeah. But Wednesday night. The turnovers, just like the Leafs did against Sens, it's going to kill them, and it killed them. Young Plain team. simple. Young team. And you know what? I get it. They're a young team. They're rebuilding. Still frustrating to see. Yeah. It was just hard to watch. Yeah. I okay? Agree. Even Friday night. Actually, Friday night, I blame my mom. Why? Because I like to watch the game in peace with no one bothering me, and she came into my room to watch she, the game. I said, she... you're a jinx. And no, what happens? It's not sco- a jinx. They You'll blame your four- mother. She birthed you. <laughs> they loud. scored four unanswered goals. Yeah, but that's Ottawa. So I said, get out of my room. You have to leave. <laughs> Did Ottawa score Sorry, when Mom. she left? Huh? No, no, they, no. The no. game was done okay. by then. But I'm just saying. She goes, oh, okay. Yep. Bye, I get Mom. it, though. I get it, though. Because I have my superstitions, Dave. I get it. I get it. Because okay. sometimes when I'm when I'm not fully engaged in a Leaf game, I think it's the hockey gods punishing me for not watching yeah. and paying attention. <laughs> and then um, Sunday night, obviously, we faced the Leafs, faced you guys. And 
it was funny during warm-ups matt murray was supposed to start and he kind of tweaked something this he probably the best thing that could have happened and when i heard he was starting i wasn't confident every time matt murray plays i feel like the team has no confidence in him and it sucks and i feel for him but it's just at a point where he's not playing his potential game that we've all seen two minutes after warm-up he said okay decord you're in you're starting this game which he played is, fantastic. Which is great. And I was and I was watching with my dad and, um, you know, my dad my dad really, my parents, both my parents actually really enjoy hockey because it's been around them their whole lives as well. But we were both really impressed with the way Decord was playing. And I speak of my father and I, and I have said this since the beginning of the season, Matt Murray... He's nothing special to me. He's nothing special because we don't have the defense to back him up. Exactly. If we had the defense like Latang, yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah, the old Carlson but back I mean, there, one hundred percent. Yeah, and I mean, but that support's not. We're not giving him that support, so I'm not just blaming Matt Murray. No, I'm that's, blaming that's it kind of the point team. I was getting at. But I mean, Decord, no, but he see, came Decord, out fine. Decord. He came out ready to play. And let me tell you something about that guy. Yeah. He got his first W against the Leafs. Yeah. And I was watching his post-game interview yeah. and talking about a guy with just pure emotion. And it got me a little yeah, emotional was, with him know, getting that teared up. That was, that was something that was nice to see as a hockey fan. Yeah. Because anyone in that position, you're uh, oh, back up for another game. Oh, well, I'm just glad I'm here. I'm glad yeah. I'm in the NHL. Whatever. I'll get my chance. I'll get my chance. Then out of nowhere, Battle of Ontario. Out of nowhere, coach says, well, you're in. Get ready. Murray's hurt. Can't go in. You got to get in. All right. Got to get ready. He did not look shaky at all from puck drop. No. Not one bit. He looked prime, focused, and ready to go. And even that when Nylander, remember that one play? I think it was in the first minute or two. It was the first play. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. He got crashed, he into, crashed him. into him. I'm like, please don't. Well, they, please had don't the, be they had the they, <laughs> they had the other back up there just sitting there. You know, he had that look on his face looking up at the screen because, oh, my God. Because it looked like a pretty nasty crash. Uh, but credit to the court. Obviously, he wasn't hurt. He was fine. And he got up. And and maybe that was what kind of woke him up, too. Maybe boost him. But you know he what? He made the same. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The young, the young stars came to play. Batherson, Stutzla, uh, Brady, Shabbat. They all had great games. I know Shabbat's playing a... A lot of minutes. You don't like to see that for a guy because then you start seeing his flaws, his mistakes here and there. Yeah, but he's on a team that is is so uh, uh, low on the developmental chart. Yeah. They need that time. And you just have a stud like Shabbat. So if you think he's getting wasted You don't want to see him getting overworked, though. That's what I'm still, trying to get at. He's young. Yeah, he is. But... So he's, he's going to be... He's, he's kind of like what Riley was for the Leafs. When the Leafs had Riley, the Leafs were in a crappy position. Yeah, they weren't in a good position to win, and then they had that one uh, uh, the lockout year where they went to the playoffs, and Riley was still you know he was a guy, but he wasn't you know the guy, and slowly but surely he became the guy because now he has guys that he can play with, he has proven offensive uh, players, guys he can throw the puck up to, and they'll handle it and from they'll there. They'll handle it. He I can agree. take a rush and 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 feed it to someone in the slot who will score a goal. And not saying that Ottawa can't, but they're just not there yet in terms no. of, of their understanding of, of the game as a team with Team Kemp. Ottawa well. came to play that night, and there was just this one play before we get into uh, the media, because I want to talk a bit about the media. Ooh. Yeah, we're going to go there, because I said so. <laughs> Which media? Our media? Toronto media? Of course. Um, Brady missed this open net. 
Okay, this oh, one yeah. just to put it in the net. Oh, the empty net. Yeah. Oh god. And I was like, no, this is gonna it. come to haunt us. I thought that was it. I the thought that was gonna be it. Yeah. yeah. Then the Leafs scored and it was four three. I said, oh my god, mm-hmm. this is gonna be like what happened to Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But thank God it didn't. I'm very impressed with the boys. They came to play. We got the big W. First career win for Joy Decord. Really happy for him. And go Sens go. What a win. Well, Series was, tied 3-3. Yeah, the Battle of Ontario is tied at 3. I mean, it's it's turning into one of the more entertaining to watch and too. entertaining series in the whole North Division is that Toronto and Ottawa series. And funny enough that it's the first place in the division and the seventh place. So it just goes to show you how crazy this division has been. Two things I'm going to actually at, talk about. Okay. okay. There was all these reporters saying, you know, the Leafs look tired and they they flew on game day. Okay, you flew on game day, fine. But from Toronto to Ottawa, which is what, a 40-minute plane ride? It's not like you're going from Italy or Europe to Toronto. Enough of the excuses. They were not ready to play. Could they have been a little tired from the game against Winnipeg? Yes. Do I believe in people being tired? Yes. But is that an excuse? No. You're pro athletes. You know when to come to play. Okay. No excuses. Yeah. Cut that BS out. And I was hearing Elliot Friedman talk about, oh, if they were to have Campbell in that, it would be different. No. No, I don't think there would have Elliot, been I'm sorry. You're wrong. Uh, actually, Freddie came in and played great. He did. Those he goals were not his fault. I mean, the Batherson goal, uh, the, the first Batherson goal was the feed. No goalie stopping that cross-ice feed because you can't read that. And then the second Batherson goal was, again... A giveaway, the turnover. What did Freddie have to do? Nothing. Couldn't do anything. He he slapped it right in the top corner. You can't really... You can't fault him for that. So, so I agree with that. I'm sticking with the the excuses always. And I just went online this morning before I went on to, you know, doing my usual at work. Mm -hmm. I saw not one article about the Sens win. Not one. And I get when when we had Brent Wallace on the show, he talked about Toronto being such a dominant market and they're always going to... Where the money is. Exactly. where the money is. But you're telling me there was just not one article about that game? Okay. But you know what the the headline was though, Dave? Mm. About who would be the NHL All-Stars for this year. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but they're not going to talk about Ottawa and praise them for what they they're did. They're not, but at least they... They're oh. going to talk about a first-place team who crapped the bed because they did. And that's no shot at Ottawa. No. The bottom line is that the Leafs crapped the bed. And being in first place and being in the Toronto market, that's what they're going to talk about. They're going to talk about the NHL All-Stars because... Careful, Sens Army. I'm not trying to put Steve you down. Let's get Steve Simmons to write an article oh, about no. this. Your favorite, Dave. <laughs> that guy just writes... To entice people and get people, angry. he does his job right. That's all I'm gonna say. I guess, but like he's still a bum. Like anyway, he's he's <sighs> he's said a lot of bad stuff about Leafs over the years, and I'm not alone on this. A lot of people agree with me that uh, he just writes just to be that guy. Um, but Ottawa is not going to be talked about until they're in a position in Toronto. They're not going to be talked about here in Toronto or in mainstream media until they're in a position where they're doing well. Look when they made their Stanley Cup run. They were talked about. They were at the front of every... Well, that was the only but, Canadian team since when? Well, not even the Cup, right? I mean, even during those Was it years. Calgary, I think it was? The last Canadian team to make it to the final? 
Well, Montreal won it in in uh, well, Montreal won it in '93 in the, in the 2000s. Uh, yeah, no, Ottawa was yeah. was the only one. So, well, no, Vancouver was, and it was against, Tampa against, versus Calgary well, that Tampa year. Tampa versus as well. Calgary, and Ottawa versus Anaheim, and then you had Vancouver versus Boston, and yeah, that's a whole another issue of these Canadian teams not being successful in the playoffs. It would just be all I'm saying is. It would be nice not to make headlines, not to be the top story, but maybe an article in there. Credit Give credit due. when it was deserved. And once again, it wasn't. But I that's understand. just Toronto. I love the city. Hate the reporters. Moving on. But that's uh, before moving on from that. <laughs> again, that's what it's going to be like. And that's yeah. what you need to live with. Unfortunately, now, what I would like to see is the reason why the Leafs lost. And speaking about those Ottawa players who did play well and why the Leafs were able to not score when they needed to, why the Leafs were not able to keep Ottawa, the Ottawa shooters at bay, like the Bathersons, like the stick handling of Stutzla, like the puck moving of, of Shabbat, like the aggressive forechecking and crashing to the net of Brady Kachuk. You want to mention those players not only to give them the credit, but to make the Leaf faithful understand that these players beat you, okay? Yeah, you beat yourselves in a way because you had a poor effort and yeah. poor decision-making. But look at the guys that capitalized on their chances. Yeah, and just get, I would like, nice to see them get like a little boost, like a little confidence that they deserve, you know? Yeah, they'll get it. They'll get it eventually. eventually. I mean, the, the one thing I want to talk about too is... Yeah, didn't you have a couple questions for well, me? Well, okay. So actually, I have a few. And, a few? And I'm going oh to mention the one after uh, that we just alluded to a few uh, a few minutes ago. But um, one person that has been getting a lot of attention on the Leafs' bad side in terms of the media is not other than Brent Wallace's own co-host... Mr. Mark Mathot. <laughs> now, oh, yeah. we all know how much he loves the Leafs. Or, sorry, loathes the Leafs. So, he... Mark Mathot has been really active even before he released the... Um, Wally and Mathot Wally show. Wally and show. And he said, said some things that kind of drove Leaf fans a little crazy. Um, first, he had a tweet that said, Been watching a lot of... Or, sorry, been watching tons of hockey lately. Are the Leafs legit? It pains me to ask this, but can they get past the first round? Now, that could be that way of him being a little bit sarcastic, or maybe he was just asking a legit question and asked uh, people out there to give him, give him your opinion. Uh, this was around the time, this was posted on March 9th, uh, around the time where the Leafs were already in the middle of a two-game losing streak at the hands of the, of the um, Vancouver Canucks, and they were at a point where they were playing the Winnipeg Jets. So maybe that was his way of kind of enticing a little. Maybe. Or maybe he was genuinely curious uh, of them being legit or not. Then, after the Leafs lost, <laughs> he let out this tweet. Ottawa will have a much better team than Toronto in two, or three year, two to three years. Won't even be close. Wow. That's a statement. That's a it big is. statement. Do I agree with it? I don't know. I don't think so. And then he posted that, that meme picture of, of the guy with the coffee cup at the table. Ottawa will have a much better team than Toronto in two or three years. Change my mind. That, you know I, what? He just wanted to stir up the pot I a little it. bit. And I it, love it's it. great that he did it. He's but a hockey Leaf guy. Nation, He's a former hockey let player. Let me talk to you, Leaf Nation. Talk to us. 
You didn't have to crucify the guy and start sending him threats and all these other things. That's, like, give me a break. That's that's boy crap. That's that's like, being a little cut the crap out. The guy was just trying to have a good time. Yeah. He gets attacked for what? But you know Please. what? He, Garbage. He, he loved it because it proved this point. Yeah, it proved this point about Leafs being a bunch, mostly fans being a bunch of fanboys, or as he alluded to, <laughs> uh, eerily similar to K-pop fans. Yeah. Very bizarre. <laughs> But then he goes on to say to the respectful ones, thank you. I love the passion. And that's what we love, too. That's what the real fans, and I use it all the time, but the real fans, we love that because we love talking back and forth with him and and bickering with other people because that's what hockey players are. It's It's entertaining. But when you start getting nasty. Why do you take it so personal? Yeah, that's what I don't like. At the end of the day, I more than anyone want to see the Leafs succeed. Now, may I get emotional if the Leafs ever to win a stanley cup i'll probably tear up for sure but am i gonna let it ruin my life when they don't win maybe the immediate morning after will be a rough morning yeah. after they're eliminated <laughs> rough morning, rough i'll week. tell you uh, <laughs> that the worse it was is when they lost to boston uh, those next the next day or two i couldn't it's, i couldn't turn on yeah. sports it's just because it reminded you of that gut feeling where they it just consumes it. you Absolutely. and that's what's getting to some of these you know uh, social media followers like just relax, relax have it's, fun with sports it sports is such a small but part you know of what life. was so funny what he came back with after after the the sends one yeah with that one meme he did oh at least forever and then you see the guy like, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was the other one we'll post it say. on our we'll post it on our instagram page and that and again, was hilarious you know it's it was definitely in his drafts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Come he on, was Mark. It was it. definitely. I in think there. he was saving it for for. <laughs> he's like, if Ottawa wins, I got to post this. So, um, hey, hey, my thought. Kudos to you, man. You, you're, and now you're posting. Now he's posting all these pictures of him laying hits on Leaf players, including, I don't know, a questionable one against Kadri. I'm looking at right oh, now. It's a bit of don't a don't start. Ooh, that looks a little bit of a knee <laughs> mark. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you want to come explain that to me on this podcast. I don't know. That'd be interesting to hear. You should ask Mark Mathot to come on. I would love to have him that on. That one hip check and just, and just rip on me for being a Leaf fan. But that's what I mean. Like It's, it's things like that where we can appreciate the back and forth. We This is what we want in the Battle of Ontario. We want that rivalry to grow. Just keep it civil. Keep it civil and don't take it personal. Oh my God. God. Bunch of sucks. What the hell is going to happen Bloody if the Leafs lose? Are you going to die? <laughs> Are you going to die if they lose? No way. Give so me a break. Cut it out. A break. But the Leafs are in first place. Not the Enough. <laughs> There's um, this one part I wanted to add. Yeah. In the beginning, it was the whole Eric Carlson thing. I want to really talk about that. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, that was something else. Yeah, go ahead. There was this one tweet I saw. It was uh, about an interview Eric Carlson did and being on reset mode. And he, he was quoted. In uh, San Jose. In San Jose, obviously. That's yeah. where he plays. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I did not sign here to go through a rebuild. Go through what I did for 10 years in Ottawa. We need to find a way to build with the core that we have. I do think we have a good group of guys here. Now, mm-hmm, here it's mm-hmm. a lot of... I asked Sens Nation what they thought about it. I think some some fans took it personal because they're like, Eric, the f- ten, nine years you were here, 10 years we were here, you made the playoffs five to six times that year. Mm-hmm. You went through a little bit of a trouble in four years, yep. the other four years. Yep. But don't forget the good stuff that happened. I but think, I do think the media sometimes spins these quotes. If you listen to the whole interview... I knew what Eric Carlson was talking about. He loved Ottawa. He stays here in the off season. This is his home. Uh, 
he'll always be welcome back. Uh, if he I wants think to next to Daniel Alfredson, he's your most important <laughs> yeah, player in like, franchise history. No, that number will be retired in the in the stands. It's, it's very hard to believe it wouldn't. Okay, and but give the guy a break. Sends nations, don't jump the gun here and start throwing stuff and bashing him. Listen, Eric Carlson is not at his potential. Yep. I think due to the past injuries, especially with that Achilles injury, mm-hmm. it killed that. It killed him. I think part of it too was the very, very sad situation that involved uh, the miscarriage with that his too. Baby. The passing of his, I mean, his boy. Come on. That's that's it's tough. It's, it happened, to, it, but it happened. Hockey aside, that's yeah. a, that's a huge traumatic event in someone's life. So yeah, he's an NHL pro. Yeah, he's making the money that he's making. But you got to think between the injury, between that and and that whole mess with with Hoffman and his, his and then the San Jose girlfriend. just making San what Jose. the conference finals two years ago yep. and then what basically a reset. It, you're going through. You're going to yeah. go through a so, rebuild. So he's going through his own emotions about the whole thing. So I, I can understand. But I also think from. the media spins it and it makes you want to see Eric Carlson. Look, he's getting eleven and a half million dollars a year and he's still not happy. But this is what we talk about with why we're doing this podcast, and it's a good little segue back into why we're here why me and you are here talking about what we talk about we don't get paid for this we're not trying to create uh any sort of buzz uh regarding the news oh the what if so carlson doesn't like ottawa no we're here to tell it like it is and the fact of the matter is that carlson has never said one bad thing about ottawa and for the media to come out irresponsibly and claim or assume that that's the avenue he was going with is is a terrible thing it's just a terrible but thing sometimes for a guy i feel with Dave, his, with this franchise the way that he worded it i knew what he was trying to say it came maybe across the wrong way especially Emotions. towards we all say things yeah. that we we mean that we don't we all say things in ways that we don't mean when we mean them in another way so he he knew what he meant but imagine now San Jose hearing that. Like, yeah. could it cause some ruffles? It could, but he said what he said. It's over and done with. Yeah, but in Move San Jose, on. he has every right to say that because yeah. he's a player. He's, he's, he's well, he's supposed to be one of the main guys there. But I, I just think uh, Sens Nation don't don't harp on this issue. I mean, Eric Carlson You'll will be, be one of the greatest senators of all time. It's okay. Here to end a story. You'll be fine. Moving on. And from that. We will go right into our Chooch of the Week. And our Chooch of the Week for this week. The Buffalo Sabres. The Buffalo Sabres. Oh, my God. Talk about a team being in shambles, the Dave. Buffalo Sabres. Oof. What was that 10 straight losses now? They have lost 10 in a row. Jack Eichel is now out for what seems like an, an extended period of time. He's not coming back this season, and he will not be a Buffalo Sabre. Wow. You don't think so? No. he's He's gone. So you think they're trying to push to sign Taylor Hall because they know Jack Eichel's leaving? I think Taylor Hall will be traded. Really? At trade deadline. I'm thinking maybe a team like New York Islanders. Oh, my God. So here's here's the thing. The Sabres have been a Boston to go with Taylor Hall. Yeah, you don't know. Some of these, don't forget, it's going to be super hard for Canadian teams to make trades with the American teams. With the border issue and the COVID restrictions. Yeah, but I think if this once the season's over, 
it's all bets are off because I'm talking about now. Well, yeah, yeah. I think they're just gonna basically yeah, blow gonna up go the to, team, yeah, yeah. Well, and start could, fresh. Yeah. But I mean, how many? Poor times Buffalo. Have they, they have such great fans but too. How, but and and that's what I was going with. The Buffalo Sabers franchise is the chooch because of how they're handling their team of somewhat stars that they have. Okay, Eric Stahl is a former star, but he's still a he still put up uh, uh, over thirty goals. I think it was two seasons ago. So he's not. He's not a terrible player by any means. I mean, he's not like he's a shout. You know what he reminds? You know what he reminds me of? Mm. Reminds me of a Matt Duchesne. They have like they play great hockey. Yeah. They have skills, speed, yeah, yeah, and they're everything. Big guys, yeah. But every team Stahl's that they a better player, though. yeah, yeah. Every team I feel like they go on. Mm-hmm. There's just this negativity, almost like a cancer. Yeah, it's it's and you don't like to see that. It's because you're getting the remains of what he used to be like again, a shell of their former selves and. You don't want to pay that guy too much money, no. but again, you expect him to perform. You got you have guys like Hall. You have uh, uh, you still have Jack Eichel there, who's not Reinhardt. Uh, you have Reinhardt. Sam, you got Sam Reinhardt there. Skinner. You got Jeff Skinner there, who was who's the defenseman? Dahlin. Nothing. Rasmus Dahlin. Um, you got a bunch of guys there that you. Oh, Victor Olofsson is is another surprise there. Who's they been great. have a team. They have a great roster. And, and, and they're just, just not applying look, it. And there's just it's not hasn't been working. No. And they haven't had a way to make it work. They don't have goaltending. They have no goaltending at all. No. So it, it, the franchise has not done enough. They've just it seems like they've just loaded up their front end of these star quote unquote star players. Forgot about the back end. The back end is horrid. And you just see a team that is just starving for success. And it's like the more they try to pay their way through, the worse they get. Funny thing was, in the paper, a Buffalo sports paper uh, um, that just recently was published, they did a power ranking. They do a power ranking once a week of the top 31 teams in the league. This week, they had top 32 teams in the league. Who was at number 32? (laughs) The Buffalo Sabres. Who was at number 31? Seattle. The Seattle Kraken. <laughs> Seattle. So, I mean, that just goes to show you how fed up the city yeah. of Buffalo is. And like you said, I feel Lish, for them, man. I feel, I feel for, for them, them, too. I've been to countless Sabres games, been to Bills games. Those guys, th- those fans there, like, you say what you want about them. They're a diehard. They love fan. their teams. They and love when it. The, when the Sabres were winning, when they had Hasek, when they had Pominville, when they had Pominville, when they had Drury, even those early years. They were close to winning a Stanley Cup. They still complain to this day about Brett Hall's foot in the crease against the Dallas Stars. <laughs> they should have won that. That was one of their things. Or at least Dallas shouldn't have won, won it on that goal. But this team deserves a lot better than management and the franchise itself is giving them. They need to wake up and do something with this team. And the problem is they've been saying this for the last decade if yeah. not longer. Longer. I mean, since what? They haven't made the playoffs since they lost Ottawa in the conference finals it's back in 2006-2007. So, so long so for the Buffalo Over Sabres. a decade. And I feel for Buffalo, I mean, at the end of the day, just blow up the team. See what – you're going to get assets getting back. from. But that's another thing. So, you know what? Don't panic either. I know you're in a tough position. Coming from a Sens fans, I know how you feel. Just give it time and start fresh. Start fresh. Uh, that just about wraps it up this week for Alicia and I here on the Battle of Ontario podcast. Uh, we got to a lot this week. Yeah, uh, we did. We, we went was, in depth. 
We did go in depth. I think um, it was much needed to go in depth. Especially with that Ottawa Senators victory. Well, anytime we talk about the Battle <laughs> of Ontario, it's always going to be in depth. And um, especially the way the Leafs are playing. I mean, I had to I had to go deep into why they're playing the way that they're playing and why we need to calm down. Leaf Nation will be fine. As for the Sens... Stick to the game structure that we know you guys can play. And just play hard every night. Keep highlighting your, your youth. Enough with the turnovers. Don't play sloppy. You know play what? your game. Let, let them no, no. be sloppy. No. They're going to be fine. I don't want to hear that. Sorry, but Tim Stutzel is one of the worst defensive players Stop in the league right now. Stop saying that. But that's, I'm just why? I'm saying it. He's I'm 19. It, but that's why I'm saying it. Is that I'm trying oh to make you guys God. aware that it's okay. He's bad at defense because he's getting used to the game. And you guys got to be okay with that. You know what? We're okay not getting that. into this, Steve. Oh, I'm or trying else, to help you. Or else it's going to be a long episode. Oh, whatever. Fine. You're have a I'll long take night. my advice. I've no. been there. I've been there. Damn Leafs Nation. <laughs> um, thank you very much for joining us. Um, once again, you can follow us on Twitter at Battle of On Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Battle of Ontario. We will be getting our YouTube channel up and rolling in a few short weeks. Uh, we have been getting a lot of requests of seeing our pretty faces live on camera. I just love to see us, eh? I know, I know. It's, it's We're my just hair. meant for the camera. It just looks it, so good. Is it your hair? You kind of look like Jimmy Kimmel a little bit with the beard. Really, right? Oh, with the beard? Yeah. No, I'll, this will be trimmed. <laughs> this will be trimmed. This is too much. I like it. I get too comfortable in, in uh, this quarantining, right? I know. Especially with the mask on, the mask on you get to help, you know, you get to hide the. But maybe I'll grow it out. Maybe grow it out. Yeah, we'll Joe see Thorella. what happens. But uh, stay tuned for that, uh, friends, and we thank you for joining us. Uh, tune in next week where we have more to discuss. Maybe a little less about the Leafs because they only have those two games, and a little bit more about the Sens because they have they're playing a couple more games than the Leafs this week. So I'm be taking notes. Get ready. So Lish is gonna have her uh, her notes all ready to go. So thank you for tuning in, and as always. Go Leafs, go. Go Sens, go. Go Sens, go.